Welcome to Unpopular But Accurate, the podcast. After all these years, there's only one thing these two can agree on. They're always right. Here's your host, David and Tyler. to another great episode of Unpopular But Accurate. I'm Tyler. Here's my lovely co-host. Tommy, I don't know if you want to call him lovely or not. Yeet but yeet. here's David. Yeet yeet. Here's <laughs> David, my co-host. And listen, yes, first, let us all say we're sorry here at Unpopular But Accurate. We know we deprived you of two weeks first of content. We know you salivating at the mouth to get a little bit more of what Tyler has to say. Um, and only Tyler, right? Right, right, uh, right. <laughs> we promise to do better, folks. We'll keep you better informed. We're going to have a show. If not, we'll keep the social media channels packed full of content for you. David, how we doing? Hey, let's get it. It's been too long. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Some exciting news buzzing around Buzz City. I know y'all ready. We ready. Let's turn up. I tell you, we do got a lot to dig into, David. As uh, right now, we are right on the heels of the NFL draft. The Panthers yep. are going to be selecting tomorrow at number eight. We're going to dig into that first today. We also got to break down the Hornets. You see where they're at right now. You know, a lot of injuries going on with the Hornets. We got to see can they make this push to get out of the bottom two seeds in the East so we can get out of that play-in tournament. We're going to find that out. We'll talk that today. Uh, David, tell these people about the Deets. Yeah, so we appreciate the love and y'all supporting on the YouTube, Spotify, Facebook, RSS. You know, hit that like, subscribe button if you haven't already. We appreciate the support. Give us ideas on concepts, topics, anything y'all want us to talk about, any hot debates that we had, y'all want us to expound or expand on anything. Hit that subscribe button on the YouTube. We appreciate it. We see the likes and all the good stuff, the watch hours. We appreciate it. Tyler, I can speak for both of us. We're here for it. We need a lot more of that. Let's get it, Panther Nation, Carolina Nation. Let's stand up. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to dig right in here to the Carolina Panthers right now. Wow, wow, wow. You know what I'm <laughs> That's saying? That's pretty good. You practice yeah, that? That was pretty weak. I don't know what you're talking don't about. Don't, don't give me too much credit. That there. I, ain't I wasn't expecting it. it. Hey, listen, so you know, David, the Carolina Panthers, we're in the news once again. A lot of experts out there, including Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay, some of the experts over there at you know, Pro Football Focus, mm-hmm. think the Panthers are going to slide back in the draft, um, pick up some extra picks later on. Um, as you know, the NFL draft's going to be tomorrow night. That'll be Thursday. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what the Panthers do. they got plenty of options right now. They traded for Sam Darnold, but some believe that doesn't disqualify the Panthers from uh, taking a quarterback. Um, as you already know, they let go of – they nearly let go. They traded Teddy Bridgewater. Today. We all sad to see him go. We all know, right? No. You, you included. No. You're see very him. sad. I already know. Teddy you don't Bridgewater, have to say Teddy Bridgewater, thank you for your service. Listen, I see it written have on your face. Have fun in Denver. <laughs> have fun. Hey, best of luck to you, guys. Some people are heartless, I swear. What's what's wrong with this guy? Don't come back. Uh, so, listen, you know <laughs> – what do you think about this Teddy Bridgewater trade for him? Um, did we get a six-round pick, pick in return? Um, you know, what, what do you think this means for the Teddy Bridgewater experiment? And what, what do you think that will go down in Panthers history? So let me jump in on this. Um, it's great to be back. Listen, Teddy Bridgewater experience, we really would never, ever know, to be honest. And, and let, let me tell you why. Because my position has remained the same on this, and it will. Unfortunate, you know, Teddy Bridgewater really, I, didn't, I don't think he really got a great shot. Now, the stats speak for itself. He could have helped not only himself out, 
um, by literally winning games at the end of the game. There was a lot of games. There was about six, seven games this year where when the money was on the line, Teddy Bridgewater ended up throwing an interception or we didn't score. It was like one of those, you know, it some, sometimes literally feels like there's a black cat running around Panthers Nation. No pun intended. But we all know that Panthers Nation, We, you know, we are the cardiac cats. But listen, we're tired of heartbreaks and we're tired of the setbacks. We want to be on the other side of those wins. Now, again, my position remains the same. You know, Teddy Bridgewater was in his first year. Who knows what kind of leaps and bounds and jumps he would have made in his second year. Um, but clearly from what we got from or like what we had to send him to the Broncos for, he really wasn't worth a bag of chips, right? No. Nope. He, he really wasn't worth a six-round pick. And uh, literally, we still have to pay his contract. I mean, we couldn't pay anybody to even move him at this point. Um, I think that his value still can go up, but his his legacy in the Panther Nation is kind of to be continued and to be told. Um, and it's not really great. I really I think it's kind of like meh. You know what I'm saying? It's not really hot. It's not really cold. It's kind of meh. You know? Well, listen, I can tell you where this is going to go down. For the Panthers fans and for any Panthers fans wanting to know what his real value was and how good Teddy Bridgewater actually was, the league told you what they thought of Teddy Bridgewater. I know. No trade offers. Nobody really wanted him. All right. Not for the contract in which we paid for. And at the end of the day, you know, the Broncos said six-round pick. That's scruples, man. That's scruples in, in the whole grand scheme of things. So, for me – it, it it's it that lets me know exactly about exactly what they thought about Teddy Bridgewater and here's what I think about it Teddy Bridgewater would go down as a man who couldn't get the job done he did have ample opportunity to prove himself in the first season all right in games that were decided less than one score he was zero for eight zero for eight you have no clutch gene worse than that Teddy Bridgewater had the worst QBR in the league in the fourth quarter. In the what, fourth quarter. What about the first three quarters? That doesn't matter. It kind of does matter because he put us in positions. Like, granted, our defense tailored off. You know, our offensive line wasn't great. You can't just say it was – you can't – are you putting this all on Teddy Bridgewater's shoulders? No, but when games are less than one score, the defense, in my opinion, has done their job. They've got us in a position to win. He's got to be able to – he's got to be able to close some of those games. Wouldn't you agree? You can't go 0 for 8. Oh, absolutely. Listen, I'm not far off from your ultimate conclusion, I think. Um, but big picture, I mean, have we not also talked about how bad the Panthers offensive line has been all year? You know, that is one of the biggest key things that we had to prove on an offseason. The man was getting dragged down and thrown down like a rag dog in the backfield. He didn't always have a clean pocket. Now, there's times that he did have a pocket that he literally made the play lunge. You could tell there were certain games that he did everything he could, lunging for the first down and really putting his body on the line. I mean, yeah, he made some great plays. I'm not going to give him that. He's an NFL athlete. He's going to make great plays, right? Here's the point I'm trying to make, right? At the end of the day, the Panthers' NFL offensive line wasn't as bad as everybody likes to allude to. That's kind of a myth. At this point in time, they finished in the middle of the pack in the league. Is that great? No. Was it the worst? No. He had he had decent, adequate protection. He was not the most sacked quarterback in the league. He wasn't the most rushed quarterback in the league. So, for me, Teddy Bridgewater had his opportunity. You can't go 0 for 4. I don't care how bad – or 0 for 8. I don't care how bad your line is. You got to be able to finish. So, at the end of the day, I wish you the best of luck in Denver. Um, but, at the end of the – pack the bags. That's all I got to say. All right? Um, with that being said, David, tomorrow's the draft. It is. Panthers are picking eight. We're going to break this draft down for you guys, by yes, the way. We we're going to give you the yes, first, we what we think the first three picks will be for the Panthers in rounds one, two, and three. Um, we'll see what happens. But, David, what do you think the Panthers, before you give your picks here, what do you think the Panthers' strategy should be in the first three rounds? That is a great question, and that's the million-dollar question right now for Panthers Nation. Everybody wants to know what we should do, and I think that not only you, you know, we don't agree on much on the show, and that's what makes the show so damn interesting, but I think you and a lot of and most people out there would agree the one thing the Panthers do not need is a running back, right? So Christian mm -hmm. McCaffrey— I disagree there. Uh, what? 
I mean, I'm not saying we need a star, but we do need a backup running back because Mike Davis is gone. We don't have a backup running back at all. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, a backup like somebody that's not going to like really tote a, a lot of the low right now. Christian McCaffrey is a premier back. I'm not really worried about him. I feel like he has a lot to prove this year with the injuries and beyond. Okay. Now, now listen, my thing is this. I want again. I I do put a lot of the shoulder to blame on Teddy Bridgewater. But I would like to see the offensive line improved. Now, right now, Todd Mache and Mel Kuyper do have the Carolinas picking up uh, this kid, Panay Sewell. Panay Sewell. Uh, uh, Panay Sewell. Panay Sewell from Oregon. He's a oh, he's an offensive tackle. Okay, I don't really know much about him. You know, they seem to be high he's on him. He's the best in the draft. Okay, so he's he's the best in the draft. We'll yep. go with that, Tyler. Okay. okay. <sighs> Listen, I'm not gonna lie. As much as I was just talking about the Panthers need an offensive line, I I kinda I kinda went. Listen, if we, if, if Justin Fields falls to the Panthers, that's something that we need to look at. And also, I kind of like. I'm not gonna lie to you, Tyler. I kind of like Kyle Pitts. I kind of like Kyle Pitts. Listen, yeah. I, enough where if somehow Atlanta picks up a quarterback and he falls to us, I think that we should pick up. This guy is unanimous for most people, a Hall of Fame tight end. That is the real deal. Without Greg Olson this year and really a reliable tight end, I would like to see us pick him up. And then for the next two rounds, let's go O-line and pick up somebody on the defensive line. That should be the Panther strategy. That's the Panther strategy. Well, here's the thing. I like Cal Pitts, too. I think it's a pipe dream for us to want that. A lot of people think he's going to go a four right to the Falcons if they don't trade their pick. Um, and even if he doesn't fall to the Falcons, the Detroit Lions, uh, the Miami Dolphins, if he falls anywhere to those two guys, neither one of those need a quarterback. You can't pass on him. You know what I mean? So I don't think he gets to the Panthers. If he's there, David Tepper, Matt Rule, Scott that's the GM for those who aren't diehard Panthers fans, okay? Pick Kyle Pitts. All Please. right? I will take that it. That would be lit. What I want to see the strategy, lit. just real short and sweet and simple for you guys, I want to see the line address in the first three rounds. I want to see a cornerback taken in the first three rounds. And then you know what? If you give me one of the following three, I'll be happy. Halfback, wide receiver, or linebacker. That's what I want to see go in the first three rounds. So, David, I'm going to let you take his first, my friend. Mm -hmm. Who do you think the Panthers take in the first round of the draft? <sighs> You're on the clock. Goodness, this one's tough. This one's tough. Uh, you know what, Panther Nation, I'm going to go ahead and say it like this. I think that the Panthers, unfortunately for a lot of people out there, I do not think we're going to take – a quarterback. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I. I don't think that we're going to take a quarterback. I think that we end up taking this old tackle from Oregon, um, Panay Sewell. Right. Um, and I think that we pass on Justin Fields, and hopefully the Panthers don't regret it two, three, four, five, six, seven years down the road because I just have a feeling there's always those quarterback, Tyler, like, you know, Lamar Jackson's of the world, you know, and beyond, where literally when you don't pick up that guy and he falls down in a draft, every team reaps the day that they did not pick him up. So I don't want that to be Justin Fields. Hopefully it's not. Let's go with O-Tackle. O You're going to go o offensive tackle. Yes, I don't sir. think anybody would be upset with that if that's nah, what the Panthers be. took. I don't mm -hmm. think they'd be mad at all. Um, for myself, David, I'm going I'm to I'm shock the world here. Panthers trade back. I agree with the experts out there. I think we should trade back. We've got needs that don't necessarily require um, a tight end right away out of, out of the first round. So – what I'm thinking, here's what's going to happen. Panthers trade back to the 12th pick in the draft with Philadelphia, okay? Philadelphia owns the 43rd pick, all right, in the second round. So, with that, in the 43rd pick, we'll be going with uh, an offensive tackle, all right? But we'll get to that in a minute. Let me give him my first round first, right? What yeah, am I doing? I mean, I'm giving him my yeah, second yeah, round go, preview. Go to your pick. Let yeah. me redo that. Let me redo that. They fall back, according to you. Oh, hold on. You're talking about redoing it. Gotcha. All right, here we go now. So I'm I'm gonna take something that's gonna shock the world here, David. Okay, 
I think the Panthers are going to trade back in the draft to the number 12 spot, trade with the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles also on the 37th pick in the second round. Okay. So we'll trade our first and our we'll trade our first for their first and their second. So we're going to get two picks in the second round, still get our first round pick. Now, with that pick, you and I think nowhere near alike. I thought they would take an offensive tackle there, man. We do need to protect Sam Darnold. We can get that in the second protect round. No. Give me Jaden Waddle out of Alabama, wide receiver. Uh, Sam Darnold's going to need some new weapons. we got to replace Curtis Samuel. Jaden uh, Waddle is a really good uh, replacement for him. So I'm going to take more offensive weapons for Sam Darnold for the win. I, you know, Tyler, you know, I don't like that pick. I don't, I don't like that pick. And you know why? Jalen Waddle is a phenomenal player. He, yeah. he, he, he really is. And I like him a lot. I think that it's interesting that he's in front of Devontae Smith when Devontae Smith won the Heisman. That's you, fine. That doesn't make any sense to me. Also, the fact that uh, right now they also got this kid, uh, who, who, Jamar Chase from yeah. LSU. Going, you know, ahead of even Kevin Pitt, Kyle Pitts. So I want Kyle Pitts. I, you know, we got we got more. All right, we we already still have Robbie Anderson. All right, we have weapon. We we have weapons on the outside. We don't yep. need a down the field threat as much as we need a end zone threat. What a Titan provides you. We see the Travis Kelseys. We see what you know San Francisco Titan does for them. It, it, like listen, the the writing's on the wall. You have a big time Titan. Right. It's going up. Kittles, excuse me, his name escaped, escaped my name for a second. Uh, my head for a second. Big time Titans show big time and a really pay dividends. Listen, here's what I mean. I don't disagree with you. If Kyle Pitts is available, take him. What I'm telling you is he's not going to be available. So, with that being said, Panthers trade down to 12 and take Jay. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Do you not think that the Falcons need a quarterback? No. You Oh, you, you think they're sold on I, Matt Ryan? I think they can, Matt Ryan gives them time. So, they got a couple more years of him. They don't necessarily don't need know to about that one. We want to know what y'all think. Should the Falcons take a quarterback? That's a good question. No, they're not going to do it right now. Not right now. Matt Ryan's in this huge mega contract. It would make no sense at this point in time to abandon that for right now. So we'll see how that rolls. Because who are you going to get to take that contract? Nobody's huh? taking that off of you. Yeah, but you gotta uh, ride it out. I mean, Matt Ryan to me, I, I'm pretty much done with him. If I'm the Falcons, he yeah. has not shown enough to continue having him on the team. To me, I think he should be a backup somewhere at this point. I think they should go with some young, fresh talent. Okay, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. David, you're on the clock again. Round two. Who should the Panthers take on Friday in the second round of the draft? <sighs> okay. All right. The second round of the draft, man, this is this is really tough. Um, you know, as far as the, the Panthers second round, I, I I like to see somebody again. We we've done a lot of different things, right? Mm -hmm. We address the defensive line, mm -hmm. right? Okay. I, I like this address address it more. We already signed the defensive tackle, Daquan Jones. Mm -hmm. All right. We already uh did a defensive lineman as well in uh Frank Heron mm -hmm. in uh PJ Johnson. All right. Listen. Continue to address it. Give me depth. Give me depth from that position, and then I think we'll be talking and saying something. What about you? We'll see. I don't. I don't, I don't think, have a name for you necessarily right now. I but. don't think we need defensive line. Seeing that we've got Yutir Grossmatos in there still, we still got Derek Brown. We got him last year. Brian Burns is still on the team. So we've got players right now. Depth would be great, but I would like to see us get depth in rounds three, four, and five. I don't disagree that we shouldn't take a defensive lineman, just not mm -hmm. this early, not in a pick that's important as number two. Okay. So in number two, okay. um, the Panthers first get to pick with the Eagles' number 37 pick. And with that, David, we take an offensive tackle from Alabama, Alex Leatherwood. All right? Give me an offensive tackle there. Sam Donald's going to need a little bit more protection. He can come in and provide that. Let's not forget the Panthers still signed two players in the offseason to help with the offensive line depth. So we got to see what those guys can do as well. Um, also, David, do you remember I traded back in the first round? Right. I got a second, second round pick. Yeah. With this one, 
and you can call me out, State, Duke, whatever fans out there, the Carolina Panthers take a backup running back, and they take Javante Williams out of North Carolina. Everybody knows. Oh, Lord. Everybody knows. And, David, I want you to put his highlights up at the bottom because everybody will agree after watching one play, and that's the play at Miami. So you don't even got to put the whole clip up. Don't even put the whole highlight. Just give me that one play where he destroyed, and I do mean destroyed, a Miami linebacker. He would be the thunder to Christian McCaffrey's lightning. Christian McCaffrey's the speed, and we're going to need a third down Punch it in on the goal line let, back. Javante Williams could be that guy. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this, folks. Right? You are a homer. I, I didn't deny We all that. know that. But I don't dislike that pick, to be completely honest. I actually like that. And you know why? I'm going to tell you why, Tyler. I'm going to tell you, you guys why. Because he was top five in the nation in broken tackles. I, I like that aspect in my running back. I don't want you to go down in the backfield off of one, off of one hit. Somebody literally barely. And we're looking at the play right now. We're going to put. I'm going to watch him blow him up. Boom! Oh my goodness! Yeah, that, that's look big at time. him, and he's still going. That's big time. That is big time. Listen, he's hard to bring down. Those type of players, like Mike Davis was for a large part of the he fantasy was that season, guy. like last year. You know, give me somebody that's hard to bring down, and I think that we'll be okay. You're a homer, but that might be a really but good pick. But if they get two that's picks, a really good would you pick, be man. okay with them then taking a, a running back in the second round? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because it did escape me for a second that we did let go of uh, Mike Davis, you know, which I wanted to keep him. But we do need a little bit more. We back, do. You know, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we need some depth. And I think this also helps us. This is Blast's material coming up. So trigger warning for some of you Panthers fans. Uh we do also have to have insurance when the time comes to renegotiate with Christian McCaffrey. That's just good business. It's good business. I hope Christian McCaffrey retires as a Panther, as long as he continues to produce the way he's producing. But we've got to protect ourselves. You've got to protect your asset. And the asset's not CMC. The asset is the whole football team and its future success as well. So, David, with that being said, you're back on the clock. Round three, what position do you want to see the Panthers uh, address? And who do you got in mind, if anybody? So, listen, defense wins championships. We all know that. I, 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 I hearken back to the days of the Luke Keekley and Thomas Davises at our prime. Yep. You know, when Panthers defense was menacing. You had Seattle, you know what I'm saying, out there in Washington scaring people with a legion of boom. Mm-hmm. I want the Panthers defense to be the last defense that you want to play. So, again, we're going to go back to the defensive side. I do like your boy from Carolina. Not a bad selection. But you know what? If Caleb Farley, the cornerback from Virginia Tech, is there in the third round, give me a good quarterback. We already got Jackson, Action Jackson, who is one of the fastest cornerbacks in the entire league, running with like a 4-1, something like that, 4-1, he, he has awesome speed, but he's a little injury prone. He's always yeah. having ankle injuries and this and that in the third. Listen, give us some shutdown cornerbacks with a lot of experts believe that Farley is going to be and I think that the Panthers, you know, up front, get after the quarterback, in the back, secondary, literally when you play cover two and beyond, listen, lock them down, and we're going to be able to have a lot more opportunities on offense to score. It's a win-win. I don't think Caleb Farley falls that far. Mm-hmm. Um, he's projected as a late first-round pick. So if he falls a third round, absolutely, Panthers pull the trigger. I'll, I'll take that. Um I don't disagree that we need to address the defense here in the third round. Mm-hmm. Give me a cornerback as well mm-hmm. and give me Mr. Eric Stokes out of the University of Georgia. Uh, give me that bulldog. You remember the Panthers in the stadium on third down? You had that, will you protect this house? <laughs> I will. I will. Like, I want that yeah. type of defense yeah. back. You remember that? I With know. Thomas Davis yeah, yeah. dropping the sledgehammer. That was the greatest. Or fourth uh, in the fourth quarter, literally, what, three, four minutes ago, the other team, opposition has the ball, and the Panthers, Panthers Nation and crowd goes crazy and wild. Keep Pounding. Yep, yep. Keep. Yep. 
Come on now. If y'all never been to a Panthers game when that is happening, it is electrifying, is it not? It is. It is. I love it. I love it. But give me give me Eric Stokes. Here's why. He's a fast corner. He can cover all positions, whether it's slot, whether it's going to be the deep threat, whether, you know, whatever position's out there, he can cover them. And in a, in a, in a division that has Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Gronkowski, all on one team, might I add, mm-hmm. um, Ronald Jones, don't forget about him. Um, also a, 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 a division that's got Julio Jones, Calvin Johnson. You get the point. Or excuse me, Calvin Johnson. Uh, uh, the, uh, Ridley. The, the, the Atlanta wide receiver. Yeah, Ridley. Calvin yeah. Ridley. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, yeah. why we pay the big bucks here at UBA. All right. Yeah, I'm you, telling you. you. All right. Mm-hmm. You ain't seen a check yet, have you? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, with that, so give me give me Eric Stokes, give that to me, and before we wrap up this segment here on the Panthers, David, I want to ask you: mm-hmm. uh, Do you th- mm-hmm. have a feeling that this front office, you know, with with getting Teddy Bridgewater, now we're we, we paid him twenty million and we're getting rid of him for a six round pick, then picking up Sam Darnold after you said you didn't want injury prone quarterbacks, that's why you let go of your franchise quarterback, and you picked up one that hasn't played a whole complete season yet. Do you have confidence in this front office that they know what they're doing, or do you seem kind of lost at their strategy so far? Okay, let's get into it. that's a, that's a that's the that's the operative question right now, right? right? That is is a very interesting thing because you know from the outside looking in, we have a very esoteric view. Um, I it, I think it looks a little bit disorganized. And I think it looks like there is no discernment. There's no real strict leadership. There's real no strict plan. Like, what is the Panthers' plan? Like, what are you trying to tell me, Panthers? Exactly. Tell, what, are you, what are you trying to – make it clear. And maybe they know everything that we, we know. Listen, Matt Rule and, and, and the crew, they know more football in their left pinky than I do in my whole body, okay? So I'm going to trust them and I'm going to believe them. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, other thing. All right, and when I make my takes, I'm objective as possible. I really am not biased. I love Panther Nation. I love the Carolina teams and all that good stuff. Um, but I am going to still bring the hammer when it's time to bring the hammer. And I'm I'm going to say it how it is, damn yeah. it. So, you hold back? You know, okay, we're not going to hold back whatsoever. But I will say this. Outside of Panther Nation, there is a lot of people. I'll be honest. I didn't know much about Matt Rule when he was when he got signed. I don't think a lot of people did, right? right. It was like, who is this guy? This guy's like an outsider, a college coach. Who is this? But listen, anybody that you ask that paid attention to Matt Rule when he was in college first turn around a very trash, mediocre Temple team right from being ass and literally to a contender – and then going to Baylor, and Baylor was a forgotten, you know, you know, college football organization. There was mainly known kind of for basketball at that point. But it was after that little sexual assault scandal they had down there. Okay. They were a national power prior to that. Right, okay. He so rebuilt it. He rebuilt Baylor Nation, yeah. okay? So we can't – let's be – Woosah, Panther Nation. I know, I know we want everything microwave and right now. We want to win right now. We want to be back to the glory days of 2015 with Cam Newton. Am I right? Listen. Am I right? Y'all know, y'all, y'all know I'm right on that. We want to win a Super Bowl. We haven't, we haven't tasted that, okay? I think that Matt – I'm going to – listen, I'm going to have faith. I'm going to trust that Matt Rule is the guy to not only do that at Temple, not only do that in Baylor, but also do it for your Carolina Panthers, baby. Let's get it. All right. So, for the record, David's confused by the Panther strategy. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but he's got hope is what I'm hearing here. I'm faithful. I have faith. I have faith. You got faith. All right. For me, you know how I feel about the Panthers front of office right now. All right. I think it's unorganized, just like you said. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they're doing, in my opinion. Now, I'll give you this. Matt Rule has turned the team around. Yes. You can see that in certain areas. The defense got better last year. The line wasn't as bad towards the end of the year. So, is he making progress? Yes. Where I'm concerned is where he's making mistakes at the major positions. And here's what I mean. Quarterback. (laughs) Like, guy, I know it's not only his decision. It's also Scott's. It's also David Tepper's. But – 
Man, you cannot sell Panthers fans on the fact that you don't want injury-riddled quarterbacks, and then you pick up an injury-riddled quarterback. Twice. Not once, but twice. Okay? It didn't bite us in the ass this season, but Teddy Bridgewater didn't work out. Otherwise, he'd still be here. Sam Donald didn't work out in New York. Um, I've got I've got some hope in Sam Donald. I've kind of calmed down like I was two weeks ago. I was like, what the hell are we doing? So I got faith that they mm-hmm. can turn around as well, but they can restore a lot of my faith in this draft. If you can handle offensive line, some offensive weapons, and the secondary in the first three rounds of this draft, then I'll be all right as a Panthers fan, David. And I will tell you what, I won't complain about the front office moves for the entire season in the fall if you do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to do it. That's how confident I am with what I'm saying. And let me just wrap up the segment saying this. Listen, we also – I'm not saying we need to take it with a grain of salt, but Panthers do have their work cut out for them. Mm-hmm. The NFC South is one of the toughest divisions in the entire NFL. Literally, do you are you aware that the Tampa Bay just re-signed all 22 of their Super Bowl starters? Yep. yep. All defense and offense, everybody got that re-signed. Okay? They got that check, okay? Yep. Where they do that at? That is just something that does not typically happen. Everybody is taking pay cuts from Antonio Brown and beyond. They're building something special in Tampa Bay. Listen, Panthers just got their work cut out, but I have faith. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And you know what, David? Now we're going to go into everybody's favorite segment and ours. A little bit of buy or sell. Sold or nah, no thank you. But first, let's get to our sponsor. Again, as always, this portion of the podcast is sponsored by Christian Morrison over at My Aroma Goods. Fellas, do not be fooled and let that Funk get in the way of your life. Nothing is worse than having that special lady, or for ladies, that guy over, and the smell of yesterday's stanky stank milk still sitting in the trash can, stinking up the house. My Aroma Goods has many options available for you to help calm that stank down from wax burners to diffusers to body wash to kids' needs and even pet needs. My Aroma Goods has everything you need to fill your life with fragrance. These items will also make great gifts as well, so fellas, be thinking about that coming up. We got Mother's Day. Think ahead, fellas, all right? You can visit the website at myaromagoods.cincy.us. Again, that's myaromagoods.cincy.us dot s-c-e-n-t-s-y dot u-s all right david buy or sell here regardless of round the panthers will still draft a quarterback um i'm going to sell that idea mm-hmm. i think that if the panthers do not pick up either trey lance or justin fields at number eight we will not and nor should we get a quarterback in the first round we're going to i'm gonna sell that we're selling that today. Not in the first round, regardless of round. Yeah, like, exactly. It could be round four, five, six, seven. I don't. I don't think. I, I think that if the Panthers don't get one of those two premier coveted quarterbacks in the first round at number eight at, at our first pick, I don't think we get another quarterback. I don't. Mm, no, I, I'm a. I'm a buy that they'll probably get a quarterback in later rounds. Here's why: you don't have a backup. Who you got? You gonna sign someone off the street, or let's sign somebody maybe as a rookie. I'll go with the rookie. They're cheaper. You can pay them less, right? So it, look, be on the lookout for the following guys. Kellen Mond out of Texas A&M. Kyle Trask out of Florida. So be on the lookout for these individuals. Panthers might pick one up, see what we got. Because, listen, what's the worst that can happen? Let's say we get Sam Darnold out there. He, he's not doing good. He tanks. We bench him midway through the season. Let's see what the rookies got, right? Who knows? You remember Dak Prescott came off the bench as a third-round pick? And look at him now. Just signed a mega contract. Highest paid quarterback in the NFL right now. So, I, I, I can see him picking it up. It's worth a shot. It's a it's an ins- insurance security blanket. I feel you on that. I think my bet is on they'll pick up somebody, in, you know, uh, on the streets in training camp or okay. something like that. I don't know. I just I just get that vibe, you know. You just have that vibe sometimes. They're taking my money on that one. I, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Okay. All right. Buy or sell, David. This one's interesting here, okay? Sam Darnold. And I want to know what you guys think about this one as well. Sam Darnold gets the Panthers to nine wins if he's a starter for the whole season. This is so controversial. This is so debatable. I feel like it really could go either way. 
Um, one thing that I am uh, excited. I'm, uh, let me just say this. Listen, you're holding my feet to the fire for real. Don't twist my arm. No, we're I, twisting I, your arm. Listen, I'm I'm an optimist by nature. I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna buy that he gets the Panthers to at least nine win. And there, and I'm gonna tell you why, Tyler. Here's the reason. Unlike Teddy Bridgewater, which you never admitted of ever giving him a fair shake in the offseason, Sam Donald is going to have a training camp. He's going to have a preseason. COVID stopped preseason last year. He's going to have OTAs and beyond. I think that that chip on Sam Donald's shoulder is enough to be a the weight of a boulder. My man has a lot to prove. He don't want Zach Wilson going to the Jets and tearing it up, and he over here being a scrub for the Panthers, okay? So I think Sam Donald... Turns it around for his career and for the Panthers and gets at least nine wins. We buying that, baby. Dave, you're on some crack over here, all that excitement you're bringing. I love it, though. I love it. Um, I'm going to buy it as well. The Panthers have one of the easiest schedules next year, even with the 17th Good, game being Adam. So if you're asking me, do I think Sam Darnold – with an offense that I'm expecting to have, Christian McCaffrey, Javante Williams, uh, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Jalen Waddle. With that offense, you better win nine games, okay? <laughs> For playing 17. Damn if right. you do not win at least nine games out of 17, you would be nine and eight, by the way, in that in that example. Um See you, peace. We don't need you because you're not the answer for us. Unless the defense just had a severe breakdown. The offense better never be a problem next year if we get the team I think we can construct through the draft. So, I'm going to buy as well. Um, David, switching gears here. A little bit Mm -hmm. on the Hornets, okay? Right. The Hornets climb out of the playoff tournament once uh, ball returns. And for those that don't know, let me explain it. The bot, the the seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth seed will play in a a, a playoff tournament where the seventh and eighth seed has to be beaten twice for nine or ten just to get into the playoffs. Okay, so um, right now the Hornets are in eighth. Uh, they're two and a half games out of sixth place. They're playing Boston right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but once ball Losing, returns, by the way. do you think? We'll climb out of that and avoid the play-in tournament, or do you think we're going to be in it? I think that LaMelo Ball give us the right kind of stuff and the right kind of makeup that we need to get over the hump. And by the hump, I mean, even though it's, you know, hump day Wednesday. Listen, over the hump, I mean out of the 8-7 kind of kind of slot, right? Because as we look at it and as we stand up now, um, I might go ahead and just throw up the, the NBA uh, standings as they, as they stand right now. As they stand right now, Hornets are right there. Listen, the, Panth- as the, the Pacers are on our tail, okay? But we're right there with the Miami Heat. We're a game behind the Miami Heat, uh, damn near just a game behind the Celtics, and just three games behind the Hawks right now. I think that if LaMelo Ball if can come back here quick, fast, and in a hurry, we're going to be okay. We are going to be okay. I am buying it. Well, listen, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to make the playoffs. But the question for you is, do we avoid the play-in tournament? Yes, we do. Yes, so we we're do. going to be a six-seed or higher. Yes, sir. He's yes, buying sir. It. Yeah, we're buying. We're oh, buying. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're buying. We're buying it. Yes, I'm going to have to sell. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, we just got too much to overcome right now, man. If we lose to Boston tonight, which yeah, I said the game's going right now. Hornets Nation. Uh, we'll be three games behind. That plot, that spot, we'll have ten games remaining. Boston will be on the schedule again, um, and we still got to get above Miami, who we play Sunday. So I think we're 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 a little too far behind if we lose tonight. If we win tonight, maybe, maybe we'll see it. But um, get, give me a sell on it, man. We're gonna be in the playing tournament. I think the Panthers. I mean Panthers. I think the Hornets win the playoff tournament to stay in the playoffs. We'll see what happens when we get there. Listen, Buzz City, I don't know if Tyler's been reading his scriptures this week. Ye of little faith, okay? Faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. That's all you need. Buzz City, do not lose a faith. It is not insurmountable. It can happen. Bet on it. We're well, buying. Well, he said, bet, take it to the bank to Vegas. When you lose your money, don't complain about me. You listen, all right? it wasn't me if you lose your money. <laughs> David, with LaMelo Ball returning, he's expected to play about 10 more games for the end of the season. 
buy or sell, he still wins the NBA Rookie of the Year award. I think that the NBA Rookie of the Year, Roy, is LaMelo Ball's trophy to lose. I think that, you know, at this point, it, like, it's second nature. Everybody just, all, to me, Tyler, all LaMelo has to do is come back and be even three-fourths of himself. You know, you know, if he can come back and average somewhere around 15, 16 points, be decent on uh, assists, rebounds, I think it's his trophy to lose. I think that literally Anthony Edwards and James Wiseman have too much ground to make up. They've had a hell of a rookie season as well. You know, there's nothing wrong with that contender prize. But here's here's a caveat Tyler here's a caveat if LaMelo does not come back or if he has any major setbacks God forbid knock on wood or should I knock on wood listen if he has any setbacks then I think that you know Anthony Edwards ends up winning but as long as he comes back that's all he has to come back be damn just three-fourths of yourself I think he wins I'm about it we'll see what happens with that um I'll buy it if he comes back and he just does his average that he's been doing the past couple of months um, it's still his. So I'll keep it short and sweet. I'm buying it. All right. David, we're stepping out of basketball here for a minute, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the boxing world, okay, <laughs> Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul, if I'm not mistaken. Is yeah. that the one, Logan Paul? Lo- Logan Paul. Logan Paul will be having a boxing match in Miami, I think, this summer. Um, buy or sell, these types of matches – Are they good for boxing or bad for boxing? Uh, Buy that it's good for boxing, yes or no? (laughs) You know what? Um, Is it good for boxing? I'm a sell that is good for boxing. But do I want to see it, Tyler? You damn right I want to see it. Not only do I want to see it, everybody wants to see it. Who is not honestly going to either one watch it or talk about it after yeah. it happens. Win, lose, or draw. That's it's, it's going to be. It's a little over a month. It's the beginning of June. Win, lose, or draw. Everybody's going to. Everybody's going to talk about it. Now, could you imagine if I'm just saying? I'm just saying, fellas and ladies, everybody out there in UBA Nation. Could you imagine if Logan Paul somehow beat Floyd no, Mayweather? No, the black. <laughs> Don't even entertain Could that. you imagine? Are you serious? It would be the biggest story of 2021. Listen, it would never happen. I will admit here, right here it now. It would be the greatest it, upset in sports history. Okay. Floyd retired for a reason. It's not because he just wanted to enjoy his billions, even though that's one of his biggest reasons, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have that knockout power. He doesn't have that knockout power. He's a defensive wizard. All it takes is one. And if a YouTuber is the first one to give Floyd his blemish on his career, God, that would be a story. I will put my car, my entire 401k, anything I got in a savings account, and my salary for the next five years. Your position right here as host of the UBA? My position as host (laughs) of of unpopular but accurate. Because if I get this wrong, I don't deserve to talk sports ever. (laughs) That will not happen, okay? Um, I buy that it's good for boxing. Okay, here's why. Yeah, because if some Joe Schmo wants to take on a world-renowned... Joe Schmo? Joe Schmo. If some Joe Schmo, Logan Paul, wants to take on... So disrespectful. No offense. Listen, so disrespectful. let let me say this just in case Logan Paul sees this video, which is okay if he does. Probably will. He could beat my ass. I'll say it. But that <laughs> white boy can beat your ass. But that's not going to stop me from giving my opinion. I'm not talking shit about the guy. All right? All I'm saying is oh, he's man. 0 for 1 in his boxing matches, according to whatever I saw online. If it's incorrect, blame that. All right? Man's been in one boxing match. Lost it. Hasn't won a match. Two. He's going up against lost a guy the person twice, yeah. that uh, hasn't lost a match in over 50 tries. So... I'm down to watch any Joe Schmo get their ass whooped. You're gonna watch it. I know. I, I know you. You're gonna watch it. And I will pay and, for this fight. And here's this. L- listen. In the words of Stephen A. Smith, don't be disrespectful. Okay, Joe Schmo. He might be. You know, not. He shouldn't be in the same ring as Floyd Mayweather. You got me there. But Logan Paul. We're going to put some little respect on his name. I don't know if you know this, Tyler. You're not really big of on YouTubers in the YouTube world besides UBA, like everybody else, right? Um, he actually has the most YouTube views out of any YouTuber. That don't got nothing to do with his boxing The ability. most. Okay. okay. I'm just saying, he's known. He's popping. He is popping. I don't care. 
Did, did Stephen A. Smith would use the exact same words you uh, said? Don't be disrespectful when talking about Floyd Mayweather, because you're definitely disrespecting him right now. But even entertaining the thought that he could lose to Logan Paul. I'm just saying. All right. Be crazy. That's all I'm saying. Whatever. Whatever. All right. Let's move on to the Hornets here. Uh, I know we had a little buy or sell flavor with them. Let's just break them down a little bit, David. Hornets right now have lost seven out of their last ten games. Okay. Um, they've tumbled down the standings. They were as high as the freaking fourth seed at one point in time. Now they're the eighth seed in the East. Um, they're third in the division. Injuries have been the prime source of concern, but they have dropped some head scratchers to some teams out there, like uh, uh, Atlanta two weeks ago. You and I saw that. The games against Lakers and Cleveland, you, you're losing to teams that have been depleted. I don't understand what's happening here. We can't give up any more ground right now, okay? Um how concerned with you and the Hornets in this slide right now? And what do you think is going to take to turn it around other than the return of LaMelo Ball? Um, very, very good questions, all of the above. Uh, I, I will say this as a quick savvy, uh, caveat. I'm not going to lie to you, Tyler. This is actually, in UBA family, this is actually my favorite, favorite iteration of Hornets uh, team ever. This okay. is literally my favorite team that's ever been organized right now. For the Hornets, I think that they've been by far the most exciting to watch. Um, Miles Bridges, the best dunker in the entire NBA. Now, we have lost a lot of head scratches, right? Yeah. The, 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 the game against the Lakers, right? LeBron didn't play, AD didn't, AD didn't play. You know, come on now. Y'all got to win that game. Now, that was a game that I feel like it's like, what? Okay, and then the Hawks game. At home a couple weeks ago, we lose that game. Mm-hmm. You got to win that. You know what I'm saying? Took they the lead in the fourth they, quarter. Took the lead in the fourth quarter. They're playing without Trey Young. I mean, come on, Hornets. Now, what I, what I think that we, we, to answer your question directly, what needs to happen is, listen, have, has anybody noticed the, the, the progression of Miles Bridges? And I'm going to say it right here, Tyler. Hornets might have some of the best skill-developing coaches in the NBA. Our talent is just like, what? Where did this guy come from? Like, you have some of that that you just do not see in other teams in the NBA. Miles Bridges is taking the hell off right now, if you haven't noticed. Y'all need to pay the hell attention. Now, I think he needs to keep doing what he's doing. P.J. Washington, just be consistent. Continue to knock down your open shots as you get them, right? Caleb Martin is another player that is just like, what? Okay, this man is Dunking on everybody, playing tenacious defense. I love it. Playing together. Continue doing that. Now, if we can make our open shots, not run. And here's a here's a big thing right here. We can't run Terry Rozier into the ground. He is a high usage player. He is leading the NBA right now in fourth quarter clutch moments and shots. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But we can't run him in the ground. We need to preserve uh, Terry a little bit for the playoffs. But if he can just, you know, stay on the court, we can get LaMelo back. Obviously, Gordon Hayward back. And Malik Monk, I really, 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 really like the Hornets' chances. I, 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 I feel, do. Yeah, I, I do as well. I'm with you. Here's the thing, though. Here, here's what we've got to do to fix going into the playoffs. The Hornets can obviously score. All right? They're scoring 111 points per game right now. Where our issues lie is with defense. Okay. We're giving up a hundred. Excuse me. We're giving up 111 points per game. We're scoring 109 points per game. We can score with anybody in the league, but we can't score. And you're right. When Gordon Hayward's gone, and we've got uh, Lamelo Ball out as well. So bringing them back, I think, fixes the offense because we have no defense. And until the Hornets can get better defensively, they will never be the team that everybody thinks. They can be. They don't make. They won't make that next level. They got to get better defensively. You can't win a championship without having some semblance of defense, and we're just not playing it right now. And that's why we're losing ball games. Like right now, we're in the fourth quarter. We've already given up 105 points to Boston. 106 points now. Uh, four minutes to go. Hornets down eight. Let's see if they can make a rally here. Pick up a big win on uh, in Boston and get back to 500. Um, so if we fix defense, I, I think that will turn us around and. I just can't wait for Melo Ball to get back. I think that fixes a lot of the problems. He does play great defense. His length gives other point guards problems at six foot seven. So I'm excited to have him back. We'll see how it rolls for us. Um, we got tonight. We're not going to give any predictions on that game. We're down by ten. Right underneath four to go. Um, but David, this weekend we got back to back home games: Detroit and Miami. Uh, Detroit, as you know, not very good team. 14th in the East. 
Uh, who do you think wins that game on uh, Saturday? Every game is every game is every game, and it counts more than ever. Listen, mm-hmm. the Hornets can't lose any ground, like you kind of said earlier, right? Um, Detroit, I mean, I'm not going to like disrespect them and say that's a bye game, um, but we better win that game, right? Now, the Heat, I don't know if Jimmy Butler's playing. He's been dealing with a couple of different um, nagging injuries. Right. If he's able to play, we have our work cut out for him. I still love me some Bam Adebayo as well. I think that, listen, where's that game at? Is it, is it home? or Both is it, home games. Both home games. Mm-hmm. We got a home game staying this weekend. I think that the Hornets win both of those games, and that's not being a homer or super optimistic. I just think that they're going to catch fire towards the end of the season. Okay. All right. We'll see what happens here. Um, I think so too. I think Lamelo Ball is going to return this weekend. If he returns against Detroit, I like us against Miami. If he doesn't come back at all this weekend, we'll split. That's going to be my predictions. But um, give me dubs, give me two wins, get us back to 500, um, and make a make a strong, hard push towards the playoffs here. Um, as they are right now, they're still down 10 to Boston, so it's probably going down as a loss. Um, but they gotta win some of these games. If we get Lamelo Ball back, if we can go uh, seven and three in those final ten games, I like our chances to get out of the bottom. But you know, we'll see how that goes. That's it, folks. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Unpopular but Accurate. Join us next week as we jump into all the action uh, from the draft. We're gonna recap, give right. our thoughts on the Panthers. Right. We'll see how the Hornets are going. We'll see if Lamelo Ball looks good coming back. Did he pick up where he left off? Let us know what you think, guys. Who should the Panthers take? Should we focus on offensive line, the defensive line, uh, skill positions? Who should we take number one? Are you confident, Sam Donald? Let us know about it. Yes, I, I love everything you just said. Awesome takes. Listen, if you haven't already, smash that subscribe button. What else do we got to do? You know what I'm saying? We got to bring J-Lo or something like that. We got, we got it on speed down. That would be Listen, nice. Beyonce, who that, do we need be, to call? Nice do we, I need to get Jay-Z on the line because I will. Hornets in Carolina Panthers Nation. Let's get it. Hey, it's been an awesome episode. We'll see you next week. Listen, as always, even if you hated our takes, we hope we at least entertained you if nothing else. For David and for myself, thanks for joining us on UBA. We'll see you next week, folks.